Please be seated. I'm a little distracted by the fact that I have to turn on my cell phone to record the sermon. Uh, and it's not my custom. So, you know, so much to get used to. And uh, I'm sure we'll make it. <laughs> oh, my. It is, as I've said to many of you, a joy to be here back in this pulpit again. Uh, the third time is a charm, isn't that it? <laughs> anyway, here we are at the beginning of Advent to share a journey together that I am so much looking forward to. Advent joy to you as we begin this season of expectation, preparation, and celebration. It is a gift to be with you. Together with the rector and her family, we will anticipate all that is to come and pray for the safe delivery of their child. What a perfect way to begin Advent. Our scripture today invites us to go deeper, to awaken to the advent of God among us. In the Gospel of Mark, we read, Therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight, or at cockcrow or at dawn or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. Wake up. This morning is more than an oblique reference to whether or not you have had your morning coffee. It is a direct challenge to God's people to stay awake to God's coming in our lives. This gospel injunction urges us to an awareness of the coming of the fullness of time, the inbreaking of the kingdom of God. There is also in this passage the implication that God is always breaking into our lives, and we may not be awake enough to recognize all the subtle and not so subtle ways that God comes to us. Some of you know one of my favorite expressions is, God's going to make a believer out of me yet. Those surprises when God really seems to help. Advent can be a confusing season. It is, in fact, one I find challenging to understand. This Advent, Jesus invites us once again to wrestle with and discover ways we can stay awake that is, spiritually awake. His kingdom and above all, his presence in our lives as Savior is important to us. The writer Kathleen Norris in her book, The Cloister Walk, shares her experience of deepening, of, of the deepening awareness of the significance of Advent. She, she wrote, I grew up only dimly aware of the Advent season. We usually had an Advent calendar, but even in the 1950s, before Christmas had become the consumer feeding frenzy it now is, the push to celebrate Christmas overshadowed shadowed the subtleness of Advent. It is through my affiliation with the Benedictines and that spirituality that I have learned how much the Advent season holds, 
how it breaks into our lives with images of light and dark, first and last things, watchfulness and longing, origin and destiny, how Advent breaks into our lives. It almost puts the brakes on, doesn't it? When we come this morning and we realize, ooh, it's first Advent. What does that mean for me? Slow down, be quiet, it's Advent. It's a time of preparation. For us in the 21st century, the dim awareness of the significance of Advent is really complicated by the overnoise of Christmas carols from November, maybe even October, through December, and all the accompanying noises. The drone of this noise may have put us to sleep to the potential of Advent in our lives. So Jesus reminds us, keep awake. I have to confess, I get in a very bad mood when there are Christmas carols playing when I'm trying to buy a turkey. <laughs> it's just awful, and it's worse. I mean, I really get in a bad mood when I'm trying to pick out a pumpkin and someone's playing. I mean, it really gets crazy. So we have this challenge as Christians that we're kind of like this, right? <clears throat> and for a while, it's, it, it got to me, right? It really got to me. And I've had a conversion. I need to share my conversion. Maybe it will help you. So in my search to more fully understand Advent, I found an essay by Thomas Merton in a collection of his writings called Seasons of Celebration. It's an extended study on the work of St. Bernard. So before you go to sleep, it's not, I'm not going to read that much. In it he wrote, Bernard sees that the sacrament of Advent, which is a phrase that Bernard himself used about the 11th, 12th century, in, is the presence of Christ in the world. Think about that. The sacrament of Advent is the presence of Christ in the world as our Savior. In, in Bernard's theology, Advent does not merely commemorate the incarnation as a historical event, nor is it a mere devotional preparation for the Feast of Christmas, nor an anticipation of the Last Judgment. It is about the sacrament of the presence of God in the world. And in time, in his incarnate word, in his kingdom, and above all, his presence in our lives as Savior. That's what Advent is about. Christ being with us. This morning, we want to underscore, above all, his presence in our own lives as Savior. This is what we are to awaken to and remain awake. That is aware with all our senses of Emmanuel, God with us. Being awake to the presence of God has freed me to enjoy, really enjoy, this season, to enjoy the noise and preparation, to enjoy the children, and the precious moments of quiet. On a recent trip to New York City, where I got this frog in my throat from air pollution, on thank <coughs> over the holiday weekend, 
the mass of humanity on the streets and in the stores was amazing. I mean, I had forgotten. If you remember, I worked up there for six years. But it was just incredible. I had never seen so many people trying to cross the street at one time. And if you were trying to move a car up Fifth Avenue, get out and walk. It was really bad. So there I am deciding, should I go the old way of being totally irritated about this whole thing? I mean, Christmas carols and tents and lights and gorgeous decorations. And then I thought, no, there's something going on here and I need to pay attention to this. All these people are God's children and they are seeking something. They are seeking Christmas. Now that just blows my mind. It changes my way of looking at the whole mess. And to think, yes, the world is hungry for Christmas. The world is trying to understand God with us. And that is a challenge. So our challenge this morning is to see this whole thing as a gift of grace and to understand that God is working in our hearts and in the hearts of all those people we will encounter in the stores and so forth. It's an important time and it is a moment of evangelism, dare I use the word. Perhaps as we encounter people who are searching for Christmas, we can help them to understand that God is with us and that what we are celebrating in Advent and Christmas is that God is with us, Emmanuel. We all have our memories of Advent <clears throat> in our home. We didn't decorate until Christmas Eve. Then all the stops were pulled out and a crescendo of decoration, music, food, which had been off limits for all of Advent, suddenly magically appeared. This was so strictly observed that one year my father broke a little rule and he brought the Christmas tree into the house the day before Christmas Eve. Can you imagine? Some of you guys have your trees up already, right? So um, he brings it in the day before Christmas Eve. There are five of us upstairs asleep. My youngest brother gets up, goes downstairs, and he's found sobbing in the living room. Santa did not come. I mean, we had to explain to him that the tree came a little early this year, but Santa would be on time. So you see, we all go at this very differently and have very different experiences. But all of our traditions are good and wonderful in that they underline the Incarnation. But we as Christians cannot stop there. We cannot stop there. Advent is so much more. Our scriptures lead us to a broader understanding of God's coming among us and God with us, Emmanuel. There is so much more to be awakened in our souls. 
keep awake. God is with us. Amen. Amen.